Welcome to Business, The Art of Winning. I'm your host, William Farmer, Managing Director for Dale Carnegie Australia. This is a podcast for leaders who want to win in business and in life. Having trained over 35,000 professionals, as well as coached some of Australia's top CEOs, I've accumulated quite a few business insights that I'm ready to share my top tips and tricks to help you win in business. Each week, I'll be sharing my knowledge around leadership, employee engagement, sales mindset, and so much more. Sit back, relax, and get ready to learn, because business, the art of winning, is now underway. everybody, William Farmer, Business, The Art of Winning. Thanks for another episode. Uh, I know you're on holiday. I know you're relaxed. I know you're chilled. So if you're listening to me, I am truly grateful. For those uh, other guests from around the world, let's go on a ride. We're still talking a little bit around presentations today, how to speak with credibility. So um, someone requested that uh, from an email. So I thought I'd talk about the subject. And uh, although you're listening uh, when you're suntanning, and you're thinking, well, I'm not going to be doing any presentations. Uh, so, but it's still relevant. Let's think about it. Every day is about credibility. Every time you meet someone, you never get a second chance on a first impression. Uh, my mentor, Peter Daniels, Apollo uh, Australian, uh, I met him about 30 years ago. I actually was driving him around. He's a famous speaker. He wrote the book, Mrs. Phillips, You Are Wrong. I read that book several times. Uh, but he um, actually mentioned I wasn't really dressing that great at a uh, young age of 23, I think I was. And he said, William, you never get a second chance on a first impression. And, uh, and, he, and one of the answers was, well, you know, God judges the, the heart of a person. Yeah, but he's the only one who does. And so uh, credibility is about how you present yourself, whether it's next to that person that's uh, standing over there in the bar uh, or someone that you're meeting, your neighbor, or someone socially that you haven't met but you've been introduced to. Uh, so that's all part of that credibility. Next is obviously in business because this is business, the art of winning. Uh, we have to build credibility. Uh, we have to do that online. We have to do that in person. Uh, we have to do that with uh, a pitch, a sales pitch. Uh, or if we want to get promoted uh, or we're looking for a new opportunity with another business. So let's talk about how to speak with credibility, how to engage, how to make that First impression, a good one. So look, one of the things that uh, I remember when I was in my early 20s and just a high light, uh, what I said about Peter Daniels, uh, I was brought up in a very small town. Uh, the town I was brought up is called Wairu Military Camp. It's in the middle of New Zealand, right next to Mount Ruapehu. I actually went to Ruapehu School, which is in Ohakuni. And uh, so what, the reason why I'm saying it is so small, right? Um, it was a small town, with small town thinking. And um, and so, uh, but I didn't know it was small. You know, that's one fantastic thing about being a kid, right? You don't know. You don't know that you don't know. And it's only when you start to get a perspective of life that you start to realize, oh, maybe uh, that's the reason why I did what I did. That's the reason why I behaved the way I behaved because I didn't know. I didn't know any different. And uh, and so uh, I remember the when I was 21 years old, my girlfriend Joyce at the time, um, what a fantastic girl she was. Uh, and uh, she uh, she took me out. She said, hey, well, you're 21 years old uh, and you've got your 21st. Um, and I had several of them, I had several parties, three of them to go. I think you should wear a suit. 
And uh, so I remember going to a suit store and I'd never really bought new clothes. Uh, my father taught me to save all my money by the time I was 19 years old. And this is way, way back in the early 80s. Uh, I'd saved like $22,000, which would probably be the equivalent of maybe 100000 plus. And for someone uh, of my age, that was pretty unheard of. Uh, so I didn't really like to spend any money on myself. Uh, I wanted to save, I wanted to invest, and that was something that my father installed in me. Uh, so anyway, I saw the suit, and it was black. I remember it was beautiful black, but it had these white flicks in it. And it was really quite 80s. And it had like a sheen on it. It had a sheen on it. And I remember wearing it and thinking that I was so cool looking. It was so nice. Um, and uh, so anyway, wore it around in my 21st. It was really great. But then, you know, eventually I got involved in Dale Carnegie a couple of years later. And I didn't really own a suit. So, you know, I pulled out that suit. Thought it looked pretty cool. And it didn't really look cool at all. It looked great for a 21st for a young guy, um, you know, just on the edge of the 80s and some of the 80s music. But as a professional attire, it didn't look that great. And um, But, you know, I had enthusiasm and people listened uh, to me because of my life experience. And I started to take some of the Dale Carnegie classes. Anyway, I had a general manager uh, who was running a port. His name was Graham. And Graham, he really liked me. We worked together for six months. Uh, and he was GM. His, his business was doing hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, and he must have took a shot at me. He said, look, can I buy you lunch? And I said, yeah, sure, Graham. So he takes me to this very, very posh uh, gentleman's club. And not the gentleman's, gentleman's club, but a real gentleman's club where they, you know, have napkins over the thing and all the rest of it. And, you know, beautiful silverware with, you know, like five forks, five knives, which I'd never seen from my small town perspective. Uh, and, uh, you know, someone came and served uh, silver service all the way. And he said, well, can I give you some feedback? And I said, yeah, sure, Graham, sure. He said, you're dress sense sucks and all my heart was like i was feeling the thud of my heart oh oh yeah you could have been gentler i'm glad you took me out for lunch but anyway i i listened to him and he was impeccably dressed like he was impeccable and uh, and i said graham i just don't know what to choose i i don't really know what to buy and uh and he said this is what you buy there's this and he gave me a whole section you know what, to my word, I actually invested uh, in that clothing and attire and eventually uh, he gave me some feedback that I had done some dramatic things in my first impression. Yeah, here's the point. The point is, is, and look, dress sense has changed. I'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I couldn't come across credible in the three-second rule. How long do we take uh, before we uh, ascertain someone's value or whether they're confident uh, or whether I, we can suss them out? We, we do that really quick. Maybe three seconds would be our immediate impression. 30 seconds would be a longer impression. Certainly after around 15 minutes, we'll know. You know, we'll know this person in regards to our initial uh, impression of that particular person. I think because I was so enthusiastic, a lot of people uh, bought into what I had to say. And I was really knowledgeable around Carnegie material because I just didn't read it. I actually lived it. Uh, and so they followed regardless of how I looked. But it wasn't until I had that feedback where I could start to get greater alignment. Uh, what I say, uh, how I look, uh, and how I say it, uh, it, that has a big bearing on building credibility. Uh, now, my new partner, uh, Dawn, uh, who's Scottish, um, and look, she's immaculate. 
one of the most immaculate women I've ever ever dated. Um, and uh, and she gave me other feedback. I'd actually got my professional attire really, really good. Uh, my personal attire, she said, it's a little bit incongruent. Uh, so this color doesn't match with this color. And, you know, like when you wear a jacket on a really, really hot day, it actually sends the wrong signals to people. This is what you should do. And I, did I enjoy that feedback? No way, man. I'm a guy. I like to go out there and conquer and win, you know. Please don't bust my bubble of deluded grandeur, okay. Uh, but anyway, you know what? It was the best feedback I've ever had. And I've shifted a few things in the way I now dressed because I'm now 50-something young, right. And uh, so my point is this. You know, Peter Daniels was right. Never get a second chance on a first impression. And here's some of the other things too. It's we actually tailor our tone based on whether we want to impress or not or we want to keep neutral. And so a lot of the time we'll use neutral language, we'll use a neutral tone so that we're missed, so that people don't get a much of an impression of us. We're just like blanded. And look, I get that. That's a protectionism that we may have uh, decided to adapt uh, because we don't want that much tension. Um, but when we are wanting to build credibility, we've got to turn it up. We can't just stay on that radio station. We've got to move into other parts of us. Now, that doesn't mean you're being disingenuous about you. It's just another part of you. So when I'm flashed up, looking great, that doesn't mean I'm not being William Farmer from Wiry Military Camp because that person's never going to die. That person helped me get to where I am today. Um, but I'm not playing that person in that moment. I'm playing a different person, a projected person of a new reality uh, in that present time. Uh, and I have to turn up for that. And so, uh, so how we dress and what we say and how we say it is incredibly important to that first impression and building credibility. So one of the things that we teach in our presentations course, like when I, um, it used to be a joke, and for those in Dale Carnegie, I'm sure you can appreciate this, Greg, if you're listening in. Uh, you knew you were in Dale Carnegie when you wore a suit to mow the lawn. <laughs> and uh, look, some of, uh, some of my customers, and usually it's banking, uh, insurance to a degree, unless you're in the funky part of insurance, uh, and law, and law, they, they still wear suits. They still wear suits. Yeah, I like it too. They look really crisp, uh, very professional. Uh, but everyone used to wear a suit when I started out in business 30-something years ago. Everyone used to wear a tie. Uh, and then it changed. And people started to look at, is it really the uh, attire that makes the difference or is it the person that makes the difference? And so we started to play with colors. At the moment, you can see that I'm wearing a jacket, I'm wearing a V-neck. Uh, for some of you who go, man, I thought this was the art of business. Well, why are you wearing a V-neck? Because I'm comfortable in my own space now. And, um, and you know, sometimes I like to choose to do that. Uh, it doesn't make me less credible, uh, but I have to pull it off internally to externally. Uh, and plus, you know, in Queenstown, uh, Queensland, where it is 38 degrees, you know, it's not a bad choice. It might look incongruent for me to wear a tie uh, and, a, and a shirt buttoned up. Uh, that might look incongruent to my market. So you have to think about what is your market? Who are you talking to? How do you be relatable? Uh, and how do you build that credibility? I had a brilliant trainer. And for some of those Dale Carnegieites, you know this person. His name is Dick Morgul. 
And Dick used to talk about uh, first impressions as well. And um, and one of the and he was also incredibly well dressed, uh, but he made an incredible impression by his listening skills. It was more about his essence that I remember. This person was just knitted well together. Now I'm sure it was refined by fire. Uh, and anybody who you've met who's quite evolved, it has usually been refined by fire. Um, but when I met him, he was calm. He would listen as if you were the only person on the planet, even if you weren't. Uh, and when he did speak, it was probably more around what you had already said with some highlights on how you could improve things. Uh, and if you bought into what he had to share, it would probably make a profound difference in your life. So, you know, not just what you dress like, but who you are. In fact, I love what Dale Carnegie said in his book, the quick and easy way to effective speaking, when he was talking about presentations, one of the comments or in his, one of his chapters was, uh, learn to be a good person, uh, skilled in the art of conversation, skilled in the art of speaking. Work on the stuff that people don't see. Now, in our High Impact Presentations program, we work on the stuff that you do see. So we do uh, presentations, about seven to eight presentations in two days. It's all filmed, and you get to see that presentation immediately, or 20 seconds after you actually delivered it. And the reason why we create that environment for people is because we want them to see uh, things how others see things. And we want them to be able to go, hey, what is your body language saying here? What's your eyes saying? What's your mouth saying? Are you, is it congruent? Is it aligned? Uh, and, and what is your dress saying? Okay, is that aligned? Because when you want to build credibility, you want strong alignment. What you say, how you say it, how you look, are they aligned? Okay? And when they are aligned, wow, you can make a huge impact on people. Uh, and also, it, what it does is it works on your internal world. Uh, my son uh, Liam, uh, you know, he's, he's you know your typical fifteen-year-old. Uh, he's you know like trying to find his own identity and his clothes. And so, I, I took him shopping, and man, did he not want to go shopping? He just did not want to go. And uh, he and, and anyway, uh, I said, look, look, Liam, I know you don't want to be here, but try these trousers on. No, I said, look, if you want any food. Try these trousers on. Well, he was hungry, so he did try the trousers on. And I got him a nice uh, shirt. It was actually really cool, and he, he put it on. And I could see a little smile going on in his face. Uh, the, the guy there was really helpful, and um, he was about a little bit, you know, obviously a couple of years older than Liam. Maybe he's 18 years old, and that really helped. And then I, I got him to buy this really beautiful jacket, and he put it on. I tell you, I watched this young man straight, straight back, and he started to admire himself in the mirror. And so, you know what? It's interesting. Sometimes your external can actually have an internal effect. Uh, and anybody's worn any garment that is just beautiful and you go, oh my gosh, I look awesome. That color looks great on me. And you know, internally, it's just reflecting what you can see externally. Now, I work all day, every day, working on the internal world because I think internally, if you can start to be kinder to yourself, know your awesomeness, then externally, doesn't matter what you're wearing, right? But, you know, internal and external are aligned. So if you want to build that credibility, remember, never get a first, uh, second chance in a first impression. It doesn't matter whether you're in your, your in, in Australia, we call them the thongs. No, actually, we don't call them togs. Um, but, you know, when you're in your shorts, 
okay, and you're meeting someone and Byron Bay, eye contact, shake their hand, okay, or do the bump, whatever it is, you can feel that person's energy. You can feel it. If that person's alive, has got energy, okay, or whether it be neutral because they want to be missed. So turn up, turn up. And then you can play with some of the external things like, you know, how you look, you know, color coordination, right? Uh, you know, grooming, if that's your thing. I'm, I'm really I'm fascinated by these guys who wear beards and some of them just look really awesome and they've got a bit of art going on and they look crisp. Some of them just like burly beards and, you know, it just looks like nothing. You, it's just, just a creative uh, expression there. Now, I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong. I'm just saying uh, that is all a part of your alignment and that's okay. Uh, as long as that is intentional. If it's unintentional and you're unconscious of what message you might be saying against what you think you're saying, that's when you may want to consider, hey, what can I do to be more congruent with my message? So today has been all about credibility and to work on the internal and the external world, you should consider a Dale Carnegie course. Uh, it is one of the best programs on the market, bar none. Uh, and looks, all the great uh, sages of our time and previous hundred years have also advocated with I've done the program. They certainly respect the work of how to win friends and influence people. Dale Carnegie uh, actually wrote the book as a result of his classrooms. Not many people know that. It actually grew out of the classroom experience. So he always intended for you to have that experience. And you can have that experience on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th of February. 2022, oh my gosh, yeah, I can't even believe it, 2022, uh, in four days, what is it, 28, 30? yeah, in three, four days, we're going to be in the new year, hey, maybe we have new relationships with new outcomes, if we can get that alignment right, so I'll encourage you to do that, Dale County course on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th here in sunny Brisbane, I'm William Farber, this has been Business, the Art of Winning, thank you for listening in. Let's join together. Let's work together in the new year and make it a good one. Thank you for finishing another episode of Business, The Art of Winning podcast. As always, be sure to check the show notes and view our complimentary and high valuable resources and workshops. If you would like to submit a question to the podcast or get in touch, you can contact me on william.farmer at dalecarnegie.com. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe to the podcast. Please also rate the podcast five stars on the Apple Podcast app and show your support. Until next time, keep winning, and I will be back with another episode on Tuesday.